Hello, everyone. You've landed on localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm Tim Muma, and this is Job Search Guide. We bring you experts to share their knowledge and experience, hoping to help you land your next great job. Now, we're examining a somewhat challenging idea to grasp when it comes to selling yourself to a prospective employer, and that is credibility and how much it really matters. Joining us is an individual who has a strong opinion on the major role of credibility. His name is Perry Newman, a certified personal consultant who has reviewed countless resumes as well as interviewed and placed professionals throughout his career. Perry, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Before we jump into the topic itself, we always like to give our guests the opportunity to just describe their background, their professional experience a little bit and give our listeners an idea of where they're coming from. So if you could fill us in a little bit. First, let me thank you for inviting me as a guest. I hope uh, the information I'm going to give is going to be helpful for the people out there. As for myself, I have been in the career services field for over three decades now. I have been a technical recruiter, financial recruiter. I have founded and been the managing director of a Park Avenue-based executive search firm here in New York City. And for the last seven years, I've been involved in a private practice as a executive resume writer and job search advisor. So I've pretty much seen the spectrum from both sides of the field. Sure. Yeah. Well, and that's perfect. That's exactly what we're looking for when we have our, our guests on to give that, that well-rounded perspective. Uh, you know, we're going to go into the details in a little bit as far as the idea of credibility and what that all means. But for yourself, how do you define this idea that you term the credibility factor and how it really relates to potentially getting hired? You know, one of the first things I try and explain to clients of mine and to people is that people hire people. Mm-hmm. They don't hire credentials, per se, in terms of skills, experience, and the intangibles. Uh, the second thing I think that people need to try and understand is that when you apply for a job, you could expect that 70% of the people who are your competition are going to bring the same basic skill level, experience, academics, they're going to be almost carbon copies of you on the surface. Right. So what the differentiation factor is really credibility, is who does a company look at and say, okay, well, this person says they can do this, their resume says it, their interview says it, but what are the things that can back that up and have somebody who make a decision based on the belief that what you're, that the information that they have is true, and that comes down to credibility. Right. Is that something, the idea of credibility, is that something that mainly comes up in an interview portion because you're really sort of able to be yourself? Can you apply that on the resume somehow? No, I think credibility is based everywhere. I think okay. that it starts, uh, I guess it starts in looking at position okay. and where where you put yourself and the positions that you apply for. I think the first credibility is to yourself and looking at a opportunity, looking at a job, creating a job search and saying to yourself, well, am I a credible candidate for this position or am I overreaching myself? Mm -hmm. Am I underreaching myself? And I think that's where it starts. In terms of a resume, of course, there's a tremendous credibility factor in terms of the information that you give has to enhance who you are but it also has to be validated so that that's really a lot of where the credibility factor comes. If you say that you were able to do something or you say that you have done something, 
that that when called upon, that's got to be true. Sure. On an interview, credibility has different types of things, and leadership credibility also is somewhat different. Okay. Well, let's talk about some of the specific elements that, that we're getting into here in terms of credibility. Uh, you know, most people, and I guess this comes from the networking side of things specifically, a lot of people think that you go out there and you're sharing all this knowledge and information, and that's the best way to prove yourself and establish that credibility that we're talking about. What's your take on the, uh, that networking aspect and trying to, to spew forth all that information? I'll be honest with you. I think that it may surprise people, but I think a lot of times in networking, I guess it depends on what you're calling networking. But let's say when you're networking in a forum with people on a one-to-one basis or on a group basis, a lot of times the best way to establish credibility is being silent. Interesting. It's being a good listener. Sure. It's being the person who asks questions and looks to other people to respond instead of the person who's constantly looking to push their agenda and be the center of attention. Okay. Okay, I think that's one very, very important factor. Uh, You know, I think if you look at if you go to a a cocktail party and you're networking with people uh, and you, at the end of the night, you ask the people who are the people that you enjoyed being with the most, they would say they would most probably tend to say the guy who listened to what I had to say, the guy who asked me questions, the person who wanted to know about me. Right. And as I say, is you know companies hire people, so they want to be around people who they feel comfortable with, and a lot of people overtalk themselves out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can definitely see that happening. Now, how does that work in the interview though? Because obviously you you need to be presenting yourself. Does that still apply here, or is that just a different situation altogether? Well, I think in the in the Interview, I think that there's a certain, I don't know if silence is uh, the proper word, but I think that the key is controlling the content. Uh, It's being prepared to begin with, Mm -hmm. is knowing and anticipating the questions that you're going to be asked. It's a matter of having your answers prepared beforehand so that they're concise and that they're on point and on target. Right. It's also looking and trying to pick up on the cues of the person and basically answering the question that's being asked, but not from the perspective of what's important to you, but gauging it based on, well, what's important to the person who is asking the question? What do they really want to know? And I think that's where a lot of credibility comes is that a lot of times you're telling them things that make you feel good, but it's extraneous information. <laughs> right. No, I think that's a great piece of advice, especially the interview idea of uh, you know giving them what they want and what they are looking to hear as opposed to, as you said, what makes you feel good. Now, in a similar vein, and you touched on this a little bit earlier, you know, a lot of people believe that when you're trying to land a job and you're, you're mocking up your resume that you might be, you're not flat out lying, but you might stretch the truth a little bit, embellish on what you've done or what you can do. What would be your warning to them in terms of trying out that tactic on your resume, so to speak? I mean, I'm, I'm a firm believer that you have to tell the truth. Sure. Uh, I mean, that, that's, without, that's without question. But I think that the key to resume writing is also, it comes back to the same degree, is that what I've come to the conclusion is that most people, when they go and they attempt to write a resume themselves, their goal in preparing the resume is to look at everything that they have to offer. Well, what are my best qualities? What do I have to sell? What makes me great? All of my fantastic achievements, accomplishments, etc. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all fine and well. To me, 
the key is, though, is that a resume should be written not in terms of also what people have to sell, but more important, understanding what is it that the employer wants to buy. Hmm. If you understand what that person wants to buy, then you can just focus in on those issues. And if you're good at it, just tell them, okay, this is what differentiates. I think that's, I think credibility is differentiation. Okay. What differentiates me from other people that you're going to see and you're going to meet? All right. I like that. I like that's a, a nice perspective on it for our listeners to, to take away. How about, you know, I saw where you had uh, written also, I guess, similar in this area about being true to yourself still in terms of maybe what you believe in or, or what uh, who you are. Um, so my question with that is, let's say a prospective employer believes that a, a certain management style works well, and that's just not you. Do you still find a way to get that job? Do you not address that? Do you express to that person that, hey, I work a little differently, but it can still fit into what you're trying to do? What's sort of the tact there in terms of, you know, being yourself, but as you said, still trying to give them what they want? Well, I think, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a loaded question. <laughs> uh, well, that's, you know, I that's think what a lot I do of that here. depends on how desperately you need a job. But, sure. uh, but on a more serious note, I what I find is it depends also on the level that you're at and okay. how willing you are to change. Hmm. I think that's the biggest thing. Certain people are set in their ways and others are adaptable to change. At the, let's say, earlier stages or middle stages of a career, I think that you basically can go along with the flow sure. and you know, and say that this is the person that I want to be even though it's not yourself, as long as you understand that you have to follow through. And I think that's why I say that credibility factor, because the key is, is if you come across and tell people what they want, you get hired, but you revert back to being the person that you are, which is not who they want. It's not going to be a good mix. Right. You're either going to end up being, you know, being out of a job, you're going to be unhappy at a job. And most probably the worst thing is that it'll be a combination of the two and you're going to have bad recommendations, and it's going to be even harder to find that next position. Hmm. So I think you know that there's a certain balance in if you can appreciate what the company is looking for and how it differs from how you approach the job, and if you feel you can make that change and that it is a positive change, you know, then I suggest going for it. But if, like you say, is you know being true to yourself, if you say, hey, this just isn't the job that I want, but I need a job, I personally think that you're best off just keep looking. Okay. You know, because the next job might be the right one for your career, and this could be a career killer for you. Sure. I think it's a fair point. Uh, people, you know, look at that immediacy and getting that job. And again, if you're in a desperate situation, you know, you have to figure that out for yourself. But to your point, you may get that job, but in a few short months, you could be out of the, a job again, and now you're you're sort of behind the eight ball. I mean, that's kind of what I'm hearing from you in this regard. Yeah, I agree 100% with that. Okay. Now, when it comes to the idea of reputation in terms of performance, um, what would you say are the most important aspects? In, in terms of adding to your credibility, it's a difficult concept for me because I can tell you all the things I've done. I can lay out numbers. Does that actually do anything to the employer or or would you have different advice when it comes to, you know, again, the reputation you have of your performance? Well, I think the reputation that people are looking for is basically, and the, and the biggest key that people should work to try and do to establish their reputation for credibility mm -hmm. is consistency. Okay. Okay. If you're an employer and someone, you're in a leadership or a management role, it's not 
do as I say, but not as I do. Right. I mean, it's got to be, you know, you have to set the example that people are going to follow. So I think, you know, when you're going to be in a position where you're going to review people or you're going to give them constructive criticism or training, that they have to be able to look at you that, you know, it's going to be a consistent, not, well, okay, what mood is he in today? Is uh, He's in a dark mood. We can't do this. He's in a great <laughs> mood. We can do this. Right. You know, I think that's number one. Another thing I think that you look at is that people have to be in a position where credibility is being able to say, okay, I'm willing to go that extra yard when called upon, you know, I guess it's like, you know, in the military when somebody says, okay, well, do I have a volunteer instead of waiting for somebody else to raise their hand that you're out there saying, well, I don't even know if I could do this a hundred percent, but I'm willing to try. Sure. I think that that's a credibility fact. That's what people are looking for to be honest, but, you know, be willing to show that, Hey, I'm part of the team. I'm willing to do what's needed. And let the other person make the choice if you're the right person. But know that you can be dependent and that you can be countable and that you're willing to, you know, be a contributing member. Now, what are, do you have any other tips or other piece of advice maybe that you could offer to our listeners in terms of possibly building up that credibility or being able to put that on display, so to speak, maybe something we haven't touched on or, or an area that, uh, that you feel is extremely important? Well, I think some of the things in terms of credibility are to be able to push yourself to excellence. Hmm. Uh, there are a lot of people who have, you know, who will only go and their goal is to reach the highest level of mediocrity. And I think that, you know, if you push yourself to do the best that you can at any given time, that helps you establish credibility. I think the fact that you are a person who can go out there and wants to learn and wants to, you know, get more education, wants to be involved in more things, I think, you know, that that helps your credibility as well. And I think another thing is, is, you know, not tooting your horn, so to speak, but not being a wallflower, you know, being mm -hmm. able in a meeting, not to be afraid to speak up. I think that that helps you in terms of your credibility, but say things that are intelligent, research what you're going to do, be a person who people look at as a resource as opposed to somebody who's just blowing wind in a meeting. <laughs> what if someone has lost some credibility if for whatever reason? Maybe they did uh, fudge the truth on a resume. Maybe they said they could do something, and then once they got in the job, it just wasn't accurate. And uh, what's sort of the, the steps to recovery? What's the first step you need to take in, in some uh, instance like that? Well, I think the first step that you have to take is a little bit of humility. You have to understand that sure. I think the biggest problem with most people who do this is that they don't see where they made the mistake. Okay. And they continue to believe that what, you know, I think they continue to believe their own hype. So I think the first thing that a lot of people have to do is realize where you've overstepped your bounds and to know where you need to make amends and with whom. As I say, as if you have overstated a skill, well, I guess the thing is that you need to work and improve on that skill. If right. you said you can do something that you can't do, well, you have to work to improve on it on the next project. You know, some people try and say, well, it was his fault, and they try and lame blame to other people. I think the best way to get credibility is to lame blame on yourself and say, yes, it was my fault, and it's not going to happen again. 
I like that. And, you know, it's very consistent with what you were talking about earlier with accountability and being able to um, sort of take that punch and move forward with that. I think our listeners definitely appreciate that. Can you give us any examples, uh, you know, maybe one that where sticks out in your mind where an individual's credibility and uh, really helped earn them that job, even if they say didn't have as much experience or the same skills? Uh, yeah, our listeners like to hear those solid examples to, to take away from. You know, I'll give people, I don't know if I can give you a specific type of an example, but I can give you one of the best ways in which this is, you know, and it's something that I teach my clients. Okay. Is in terms of when you put together, like I said, when you put together your resume, okay, which is your first impression to people, is to look at putting in information, as I say, that differentiates you from other people. So Mm -hmm. these will be your achievements. These will be your credibility factors to say, as you say, these are your statistics. These are your quantifiables and qualifiables. But I think that the credibility factor is in this day and age that we do have social media. Right. We do have LinkedIn and things of that nature. So if I tell somebody I'm the best, let's say in my business, I say I'm one of the top resume writers in the country. I mean, that's all well and good. And somebody could say, well, okay, that's your opinion, Perry. <laughs> now, if people go to a LinkedIn page and all of a sudden they see 30, 40 other people say, well, hey, I work with Perry. He's fantastic. I work with Perry. He knows what he's doing. I enjoyed working with him. You know, the project that we worked on together came out fantastic. You know, and all of a sudden you have different people out there validating what you have said. And even on an interview, because nowadays what will happen is a lot of the recruiters, a lot of people, once they make that decision and they say, okay, we've narrowed it down to two or three people, they're going to look for this validation. Mm -hmm. And I think that the use of social media and LinkedIn is the greatest validation tool of the 21st century. So I think that if people learn how to use and master social media, that can give them a tremendous credibility. Well, Perry, we definitely appreciate your perspective on these different areas. Uh, I, I think you've given our listeners a, a lot more to chew on and, and, again, a different way to think about some of the things they're doing. Uh, we always like to give our guests the opportunity to sort of give our listeners a takeaway in the end. Um, so overall, is there anything else you'd want to share regarding the idea of credibility and really the importance, as you've uh, phrased it, in the job search? You know, I think that the key is, to me, is, and when it comes to credibility, is that when you're in a job search, is always put yourself in a position where you're thinking like the person who's sitting behind the desk asking the questions. Most people approach a job search from the perspective of the interviewee, from the person who's looking to try and sell themselves to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And if you just make a minor modification in your mindset and you approach it from the perspective of the person sitting behind the desk who has to make that decision and you try and understand what's going on inside of that person's mind, what is prompting them to do what they're doing, what is it that they're looking for, not what is the answer to the question that's being asked of me, but why are they asking me that question? Okay, what is the meaning behind the answer that I give them? And if you look at it from that perspective, uh, you know, I find that that's most probably going to help people a lot more than anything else. That sounds like a terrific piece of advice here to wrap things up on this edition of Job Search Guide, a part of LJN Radio. We have been speaking with Perry Newman, and you can find his expertise and get some assistance on your job search over at perrynewman.com. Perry, thanks again for giving us your thoughts today. We do appreciate it. 
My pleasure. I hope that it's been helpful, and I want to wish everybody a happy holiday season and a fantastic new year. All right. Thank you very much to you as well. And of course, we do want to hear from our listeners. So please send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com if you do have any comments or suggestions for any of our podcasts on LJN Radio. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.